You are listening to the Creme of the Crop podcast, sponsored by Vidiums.com. Welcome to the Creme of the Crop podcast. I'm here today with Casey Flannery. I'm so excited to have you on the show today, especially with your background in marketing. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody? Uh, Hi, everybody. Uh, Casey Flannery here from Memphis, Tennessee. I am a landlord representative broker uh, here in Memphis. I do office and industrial. Fantastic. And uh, what company are you with? I am with an alliance firm of Cushman and Wakefield. So we are local in the, locally owned and operated in Memphis. Okay, great. Done a lot of business with them. Uh, great company. Yep. So a yep. uh, little bit more into your, your background on commercial real estate. Uh, how did you get into it in the first place? Uh, well, most kind of like most women in this industry, I actually kind of fell into it. I was working three jobs and going to grad mm. school, and one of my jobs was um, actually in the business school. I was getting my master's in the journalism department, but I was working in the business school, and one of the professors there asked if I had any design experience, and so I came in to interview with this commercial real estate firm, and um, unfortunately, I had just signed a contract to work on campus 20 hours a week and the marketing director um, at my, at this firm was looking for somebody who could work 40 hours a week. So unfortunately I didn't get the marketing position, but there was somebody else um, there that was looking to hire somebody on their team as an intern. And so I ended up um, being able to work 20 hours a week there with uh, this commercial real estate firm. Fantastic. Um, so do you directly deal with the properties or are you just mainly on the marketing side? Uh, no, uh, I'm doing brokerage. So right now we're revamping our marketing department. So a mm. lot of our um, support team also does some of the marketing as well uh, while we're in this transition of revamping our marketing department. Okay. All right. That makes sense. So um, our, I'm taking an assumption. I'm assuming your marketing budget, uh, just for a reference, is around the 10% average that's across the industry? Uh, I mean, it varies. So with our landlord, just, um, they, you know, they gave us a budget each year. And so it really varies depending on how much money that they're willing to spend and to give us. So, um, you know, it, it varies and um which it helps us, you know, the more we have, the better we are to, to, you know, pitch their buildings and, and get them, uh, these prospects into their buildings. Absolutely. Um, do you, I know you're on, you're on the uh, landlord side of things. Do you guys use listing websites at all in, in that corner of the industry? Yeah, we, you know, specifically we use one that's probably predominantly used everywhere, uh, and of, you know, keeping that up to date is really important and, and that kind of falls on us too. And then our support team also helps us, you know, with any changes uh, with that. So we always have to keep it up to date because we want people to have the most accurate information. You know, we always want other brokers to call us to see what we have available to make sure that those spaces that they're seeing are still available. Um, and so, you know, we, you know, and we like being in touch uh, with these other brokers in town and just kind of keeping them up to date as well. So they don't have to dig for a lot of information. They can call us and, and we can just kind of give them a little bit more information with, you know, making sure what they're seeing is, is correct. Okay. Well, uh, what site is that? Oh, we, this is CoStar. 
Oh, okay. So yeah, it, I was thinking yeah. it was that. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely a big player we, in the industry. Yeah, we do. Um, I did have been getting some phone calls for some other ones, and I think we have training on it this week, maybe tomorrow. So it's a new one that I've heard of. Um, What's it called? Uh, this is 42 Floors. I don't know if anybody hmm. has used it before. No, I, I, haven't, I haven't heard of it. Yeah. I'll take a look at out. it. Yeah, so I'll, well, I'll check that out tomorrow and let you know. I mean, how I think it is, but you know, it's kind of hard keeping, keeping up and keeping track with all these different, you know, providers. You can't just update one. You got to update all of them. Yeah, absolutely. But but, uh, what I can tell you from personal experience is uh, at least when I'm talking to brokers and about their marketing uh, budget and their, and their strategies is uh, a lot of people while they're, they're on CoStar, they're on LoopNet, they're on Crexy and all that stuff. Uh, they don't like it you're just simply unless you're with a major firm. Uh, you know, a lot of the boutique firms and the smaller firms don't like just purely how expensive it is. Um, right. and like like, uh, like personal story, my my father's in the commercial real estate world. Uh, you know, he he's the only person in his in his company, so he just can't afford uh, that ridiculous co-star price. He's with LoopNet. Um, they <laughs> literally just doubled. Um, their prices like not two days ago. So um, I, I, we're definitely going to see a lot of these little uh, startup listing services pop up. Um, never heard of 42 floors. Uh, I saw another one the other day that I was excited about because it was literally like CoStar, but it was free, uh, which was great. Right. And uh, personal plug, we're, we're working on this thing called Vistings, uh, V-I-S-T-I-N-G-S, which is uh, – video like using a video as your your listing just with a little bit of notes on the side so whenever that goes out i uh, hope the world sees that and you can take a look at it as well um anyways uh moving on to uh, your other marketing avenues obviously you use a co-star is there anything else that you uh, mainly use like your top three avenues whether it's email blast or anything like that oh yeah uh, definitely using email blast but i have you know noticed that I get a lot of the email blasts all on the same day at the same time, but, you know, there's research behind why, you know, Thursdays at 10 are the best days. Well, everybody else is kind of doing that too. So they all, I feel like, are kind of getting lost just because that was the best time, but it's flooding people's inboxes too. Um, but, yeah, definitely using email blasts. You know, we have our flyers, and we we previously were, you know, our marketing department acted as more of an in-house ad agency, creating our own, you know, brochures rather than outsourcing them. So right now I think we're kind of transitioning into outsourcing a little bit more, but then along with that comes that extra, you know, fees and, and, and additional expenses with that. Fees and additional expenses to outsource or to keep it in, in house. Right. To outsource. Right. Hmm. Uh, what why, what have, extra fees do you think uh, would come with outsourcing? Well, just the cost to, you know, have a professional photographer go out there rather than us going oh, okay. ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, that, that makes sense. And we haven't really – we don't really promote our properties or listings on social media. Um, I've seen a few people do that, but there's also, you know, a lot of people don't want to – be bombarded with you know Memphis listings if they're in in, in Texas really 
Um, mm-hmm. So it's not really relevant to them on social media. Um, so I think what we're doing with our social media is it's just kind of more, you know, talking about our company and what we do and, and kind of how our culture is internally rather than just, you know, spamming listings out to our followers. So you're using it more to create like engaging content. Like I know we were, we talked about CRE chat uh, earlier today and we'll go into that a little bit later into this. Um, but I'm assuming you see value in creating, uh, you know, engaging content for users rather than spamming listings. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Um, I, I remember reading a tweet of yours um, that got a lot of attention. Well, I mean, a lot of attention in relation to uh, how not non-existent commercial real estate brokers are on social media uh, about, you know, don't don't uh, send your listing out on Twitter. You know, it makes me cringe or something uh, <laughs> like that. Would you like to comment on that? Yeah. So I actually got that from a CRE marketing call that they have um, that is hosted once a month by the broker list and some others on Twitter. So I was following a call and um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of commercial real estate brokers who, who are not, so who are not active on social media. And I mean, what do you, if you Google somebody's name, like what pops up first, mostly their social media and, or their, their professional webpage from their website. And I mean, it's the same people are going online to look up information. They're going online to look for office space, you know? So if you're not on there, if you're not on social media, how are people, you know, people directly, are they going to find you? You know, like, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. If you're not on social media, you're invisible. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. Absolutely. Yeah, I. Uh, that's definitely a big part of the marketing strategy that we're doing at the moment is uh, really building up that social media um, content and, and continually putting things out there, not really putting an emphasis on, on monetizing anything. I know a lot of people try to do that way too early or just at all. So uh, I couldn't agree more. Moving over to, uh, well, actually, my last question on this one is if you had to pick like two or three that had the best rate of return as far as marketing uh, avenues go, what would you pick? I don't know. That's a pretty tough one. We, something in particular, I mean, I wouldn't say one in particular. Um, I think, I mean, really, I would just say the people, you know, Uh, us us as a team and and how our tours and try to make them best in class uh you know we print out we send nice printout boards to our printer so we have nice visuals on the tour you know but that's just a photo you know what else can we implement to make it even more better you know videos or virtual reality or something that's maybe more interactive on the tour that could make us even better have you had any experience in virtual reality in the commercial real estate world? Not yet. I want, I'm, st- I'm starting to look into it because I am seeing uh, firms and people who are implementing it and, and starting to use it. So we haven't really seen much of it in our market, but I definitely think it's coming. People are starting to use it more and implement it and use these, you know, new ways of, of doing commercial real estate. Okay. I'm actually really glad you brought this up. I completely forgot about this. Um, this is something that I'm very, very, very passionate about. Um, 
the, the, my number one thing when it comes to virtual reality in the commercial real estate world is everyone that claim, or at least 99% of the brokers that claim that they've used virtual reality, it's just like a 3D tour of like using Matterport or something. And that's not virtual reality. That's just a 3D uh, rendering of your property. So that really irritates me. So uh, per, from from a personal perspective, don't ever use the word VR. If you get if you use 3D, if you're going to do VR, do it true. Do it on platforms like Vive. Um, you know, uh, oh my God, what's the other one? Oculus? You know, things like that. Um, another thing I'm going to put out there, just because I've been reading a lot into this uh, over the past couple of weeks, is this thing called Staramba 3D. Um, if you've ever seen the movie uh, like Ready Player One with the Oasis, it's basically that, except their main focus at the moment is the real estate aspect of it and, and grabbing real estate right when it launches. Uh, you might want to look into that. I personally do not have the capital to create anything in that world, but uh, someone listening or, or you might be able to take advantage of that. So hopefully you can benefit from this. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. So... Uh, Segwaying over to marketing as a consumer, um, has has there been anything that uh, pop up that you haven't incorporated that you you know you'd like to you saw it it was super cool uh, piqued your attention uh, anything you can think of? Well, I'm I'm really active on social media, so I really am connecting with so many different brokers and other people in commercial real estate throughout. Uh, throughout the entire country and even you know we have some people over in Europe that uh, I interact with on social media Mm -hmm. but some of the things that I'm seeing that they're doing is just you know just for say on social media just interacting with each other being social you know not pitching their buildings or not pitching their business and kind of having maybe 45 second videos that they're starting to do just to tell a little bit about them as a company or them as a broker or them as a person, you kind of see, you know, get some ideas off of them rather, you know, and, and they're using it creatively too, not just, Hey, look here, you know, look at this building or this all 4,000 square foot space that we have. Um, They're really kind of implementing them as a person and advice and suggestions for, for renewing leases or even, you know, starting the search or, or just, you know, to say hi to their followers on social media. <laughs> so I, I really like that, being able to get to see these people kind of in action. Okay, this is a, a perfect intro into talking about your hashtag CRE chat that happens once a month on Thursdays. Uh, why don't you give us a little bit of information on that? Yeah, so um, another broker and I, we do we host a Twitter chat once a month. And uh, we started a a few months back. So we just pick a topic that's been trending or that we've been talking about on social media. And we get um, we get a co-host to kind of help us with it. And so and who's also um, specialized in that topic. And we'll come up with five questions and we'll um, we'll all everybody will tune in to Twitter and they'll follow this hashtag CRE chat. And we'll post the questions and people can respond to them and respond to the questions and use the hashtag CRE chat. So everybody can be involved in conversation, see what everybody else is tweeting and responding. And then a few weeks after that, we will create, we'll write our recap and 
um, kind of show some other tweets that people had in response to these questions and this topic that we were covering that month. What's the most interesting conversation you've been able to have on that? We, oh, they're all interesting. That's great because it's people from, you know, you have your, your researchers, you have your brokers, you have all these other sorts of people who are in, in, you know, the technology side of commercial real estate. So everybody kind of has their like different input and different perspectives. But um, I think our first CRE chat was just how did you get into the industry? And then the next month was promoting and supporting women in the industry. And then we did retail and industrial trends, what we're seeing and the, how the, how retail and industrial can go hand in hand. Okay. Uh, what do you, do you, have you planned out what your next chat is going to be about? Yes. Yeah, so August next month, we have it pinned down a date, but save your Thursdays. Um, in August we are doing social media and we have mm. Coy Davidson from Collier's. He will be our co-host. Um, cause he got, he's was Duke Long's, I think number one person to, to follow on Twitter and connect with on LinkedIn. So he's really been in the social media game a long time and he is out of texas so he will be our co-host and we will be talking about social media and commercial real estate if i'm not mistaken uh both you and your co-host were on duke long's list is that correct yep yep melissa congratulations on that thank you and i um we were top one top 100 people to follow on twitter and then um, Melissa and I were also both top 150 people to connect with on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Well, congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. Hopefully, uh, me and my people will be moving up on that list or onto that list at some point in the uh, next couple of years. Yeah, sounds like so, you guys might be getting pretty close. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, hopefully, there's there's an ROI on all this marketing. But uh, I'd kind of like to move over to some trends. Uh, we talked a little bit about trends like in social media and things like that. Uh, you talked a tiny bit about drones. Um, drones have evolved a lot. Uh, drone photography and videography has evolved a lot from when it first started uh, like a decade ago in the industry. Have you, have you followed it at all? Have you seen you know, positive uh, evolvements in uh, in this world, uh, you'd like to talk a little bit about that. Oh yeah, I think drones are great for for showing properties. You see these properties in a different perspective, and especially for listing buildings, you you can really like see the character of the building by using drones, and you can see where it is in location. Uh, I think I definitely think that it's obviously gaining momentum, and I'm seeing more and more you know, just even short snippet video, drone videos that uh, brokers are using, you know, for pitches, for, uh, or for their listings and for, you know, sales and everything. So I think, I think drones is definitely going to start increasing a lot more. Yes. uh, We've actually seen a huge uptick in brokers using drone video and and our services for pit or for pitching. Uh, that actually took us by surprise. We hadn't even thought about that, so we had to create a whole new process for for what that should look like. Um, so yeah, I, to- I totally agree, especially on the on the pitching part. Um, I'm kind of uh, starting slash uh, weighing in on this debate that sort of kind of exists on shorter offering memorandums versus longer longer offering memorandums. 
Uh, you know, does one place or does one have a place here? One have a place somewhere else? Is one better overall? Would you like to weigh in on this at all? I mean, it's tough. I definitely see the pros and cons to both. Um, you know, of course, the longer ones are going to have a lot more information that you need to see, uh, all inclusive, I guess, so to speak. But um, yeah, I mean, definitely like incorporating video. I mean, even in any PDF that you have, you can always link link it to a video. Um, you know, so I'm not I'm not really sure. What what have you guys been seeing? Um, well, definitely the, the number one pro for a shorter OM I've been hearing is, you know, it's brief, it's, it's succinct. Um, you know, it's, it's an easier read. Uh, typically all the hard facts are right there in front of you. Uh, as far as longer, long offering memorandums go, uh, I hear a ton of complaints about, you know, notorious, uh, Eminem, uh, you know, 50 page long OMs and that they're very annoying to read. However, the backup to that is, well, you know, sometimes you just can't get around it. Uh, you know, we need to give all the information, you know, if there's some, some special case, like, uh, I just had someone on the show that was talking about raw stress for less and they have, um, you know, a special clause in there that needs to be laid out um, and be transparent about it. So, you know, there's both sides to each story. Um, I haven't heard any negatives on shorter offering memorandums. So, um, you know, actually, I kind of hope someone does say something about it at some point because I like to get both sides of everything. Um, last thing I wanted to touch on is, is there any technology or, or anything like that that you've seen be brought into the commercial real estate industry that either has or you see will change a lot of things? Like personally, uh, there's this company out there called Trust that I see is exploding. Uh, it's artificial intelligence to help, uh, I think it was office building or uh, people find their office space um, in, like in five minutes or something ridiculous like that. Um, have you seen anything, you know, any companies like that? Uh, well, we've been using VTS, which is super awesome. All because all of every single tenant that we have in our buildings, I mean, and you can track deal stages and stuff like that. So that has been really good for us, and it helps us better serve our owners. Um, what does that stand for? They all, uh, VTS. It's view the space. Oh, okay. And I, yeah, I think uh, maybe. I think it was called High Tower maybe before, and then they bought VTS. And hmm. we can you can you can also create. I mean, it creates stacking plans for you, and it really shows you know what sort of uh, tenants and what it what industry is most you know likely to be at that building or that you have a lot of in your building. Uh, and then with lease expiration dates, it, it it shows us right away. It shows us who's expiring and it that sort of tool is really helpful for us. Okay. Yeah, that that sounds like it de it could definitely help. I'll, I'm going to take a look at that along with the uh the 42 floors that you mentioned earlier. That seems super interesting. Um well we're, we're winding down to the end here. Um this is, you know, the time to plug yourself, uh any properties you might have, something you're working on, just yourself in general, uh your social media, CRE chat, anything like that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I'm just really big in social media right now and kind of trying to figure out how to use it for, uh, for prospecting as well. Just kind of, you know, making that first connection with a potential, uh, prospect or tenant. So I'm also digging into that a little bit as well. So if anybody has any 
suggestions, uh, kind of doing that first meeting via social media, I'm open to it. And I think even in commercial real estate, we're all still kind of learning social media. And I mean, the trends are what we're seeing. I think, I think we're in an interesting time right now uh, regarding what's out there and, and, and technology and marketing and social media. So I think it's an exciting time. And, and like we kind of talked about before, if you're not going to implement it or implement anything new, you know, you might kind of fall behind or lag behind. So um, I love connecting with you guys and connecting with other people who are on social media and, and seeing their best practices and trends and, and being in contact with them and learning from everybody. And if someone wanted to connect with you, what's your handle? You can connect with me on Twitter at Flan Casey. That's Flan with two N's, C-A-S-E-Y. Awesome. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for being on the show. I greatly appreciate it. This has definitely been uh, one of the more interesting ones. Uh, lastly, thank you to our sponsor, videos.com, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you, Casey. Absolutely, Aiden. Thank you so much.